This radio show is a paid placement. It's time for Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Your retirement coaches at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Alan and Troy's team helps with the X's and O's of your financial plan, helping to make sure you have the winning playbook before the clock runs out on your working years. So let's drop the puck, break the huddle, and tip things off. This is Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. I have Troy Bolton from Mercurio Wealth Advisors in studio. We're going to talk about money with you for a little bit. And uh, one of the big things that is coming up right now is the summer travel plans. And Troy, I got to think with the price of gas being through the roof and the, the increased prices everywhere else, some people are modifying their plans as we speak. Yeah, it seems like everybody I talk to is modifying plans at least a little bit. We looked at a survey that was done through U.S. Travel Association. And it did kind of confirm that looks like about a quarter percent of people are either taking fewer trips, going on shorter destinations, maybe even choosing cheaper activities to do. I know a few of my clients that I talk to that usually do the big trips, maybe overseas or do the big cruises and stuff like that. They're sticking kind of around here, still taking vacations, but more family oriented, not the big vacations anymore. Um, that could be just because the economy is how it is, or they're just nervous about what's going on and what might be coming down the road. So I did look at one very interesting kind of number that stood out to me when I started looking at this. I started to question myself, like, how much has U.S. household debt changed since the pandemic started? So I want to know that number on my own. And I look back because we've had stimulus over the past two years. The whole point of the government stimulating the economy is to try to create spending within the economy. So it shows that U.S. debt has actually increased in 2021 by a trillion dollars. And that's not the U.S. as a whole. That's our household debt. So basically, we as U.S. citizens have taken on a trillion more dollars in debt in 2021, which is the highest since 2007. So with the lower rates that we had, we're all taking on more debt. So the big concern with that is once that starts to change and we start spending less money, what kind of real effect is that going to have on the U.S. economy and how bad is that going to hurt? And that's really why I think kind of uncertain about what's coming down the road. I know that's a long answer to your kind of simple question there, but that's what we're looking at. Yeah, it seems like we're kind of staring down a downward spiral or a possible downward spiral because, you know, the prices are going up. That makes me a little more hesitant to go out there and spend a whole bunch of money, even if I have the money to go on a summer vacation. You know, maybe I kind of like having a cushion if things are about to get ugly. And so then I'll withhold spending, which makes things get ugly. And if everyone does that, you're right. That next downturn that we've been waiting on is yeah. good. like we might be in a recession right now. Yeah, and even with when it comes to travel and all that, I know some people still are concerned to get in big groups. I know the airlines just allowed people to get on there without masks now, so some people might still be very cautious about that. So instead of flying, those people might be driving. So, of course, if, if I'm driving instead of flying, my travel distance is going to be a lot shorter. So that's something that we all just need to look at and take in consideration. Watch out for our own spending. Well, you're a financial planner, and when you're coming up with people's income plan for retirement, how do you factor in things like a vacation or trips or travel? Is there sort of a rule of thumb that you follow for that? When we start the retirement planning process, when we sit down with a potential client for the first time, that's one of the number one questions we're going to ask is, what is your monthly spending? What is your goal? What is your cost to maintain your lifestyle? And we're not looking at what your bills are, your electric bills or anything like that. We're looking at everything. So how much money do you need to come into your household to take care of everything that you need to do and want to do? Vacation's part of that. So that's a number that you need to determine. So I do ask people, what kind of travel do you all do? Do you go overseas? Do you go to Europe? Go to Asia a lot? Do you want to just stay here local around Kentucky or maybe just go down to Florida? So how much do we need to put into your expense plan or your budget? I know the B word, everybody hates it. It's one of the four letter words. I don't like that word either, Troy. <laughs> how much do we need to put 
in our budget for vacations. That way we know that we're accounting for it ahead of time. And if we set up the plan correctly and focus like Alan and I always talk about on reliable, sustainable income, that money's covered no matter what the market's doing like it is right now. Well, you know, I have the same sort of visceral reaction to the word budget that I do for a diet because a diet is always a restriction. It's never in the diet does it say, hey, go get a blizzard from Dairy Queen. And it's the same thing with a budget. It's never like, hey, can you go spend more money on entertainment, Parker? You're, you're way behind over here. It just always feels like a restriction. Yeah. And the way I always say it to retirees is typically when the goal in retirement is to have it set up just like your job. When you're working throughout your working years, if you're on a salary, you know how much you make every paycheck. And if you spend every dime of it this week, you know, next week or whenever your next paycheck, you're going to get another amount of money. So it happens every month. So if you do spend all that money, you know, it's going to happen. That's what we want in retirement. We want to know if we spend that amount of money, that income that we received, we're getting the same amount next month. And it'll be able to replenish everything and start over kind of, but we need to make sure we have your plan set up that can take care of that income and keep it going for your lifetime with inflation included. Cause that's a huge hot topic right now is inflation and making sure your income can keep up with it. This is retirement 360. That's Troy Bolton. He's a financial advisor with Mercurial wealth advisors. The phone number is 502-273-1188. The website is Louisville's retirement Now, Troy, I saw uh, another travel trend that it used to be normal, started to go away, but now it's making a comeback. And that's people using travel agents. You deal with people making their plans. Do you see people using travel agents again? I do. I'm one of those people that kind of want to do it on my own. Um, Jump online. You're able to go through these websites and get everything done. But it's always easy and feels like you accomplished something until you run into issues. If you've ever traveled by using a travel agent, you probably have never done it on your own since because I've done both. I've planned it on my own, ran into issues, had to work it all out myself, go to the desk at the airport, try to get everything rearranged. And that's a lot of work and stuff that I don't normally have to deal with. So the last time we traveled, I used a travel agent and they were able to plan out every detail of our trip and make sure that we had everything taken care of the whole way through. And we did run into an issue and missed one of our connecting flights. I was able to reach out to that agent and they were able to fix it. And I didn't have to go through all the headache. See, I like the sound of that. You can just call somebody, Hey, will you fix this for me? And they do. (laughs) Well, that's the thing is I was able to benefit from all the experience that that person has. And by all the clients that they have come through their office, they have more experience than I could get in years of traveling just because they've been through almost every situation because they work with so many people. It's the same thing with us in retirement planning. We have worked with over hundreds of families over the past 25, 30 years, and we have experienced a lot of different scenarios in retirement. And for every family we meet with, we don't want them to have to go back to work once they retire. Unless they want to, if it's a choice, it's a different thing, but we don't want you to have to go back to work. So we only want you to do this retirement thing one time and you need to get it right the first time. So you're able to benefit from all of our experience by helping other families through this retirement process and plan out the best retirement that fits your lifestyle So the thing that is a problem is all this information online, the access to, you know, YouTube tutorials and and different charts and whatever, give people the illusion that they can do some of this more complex stuff on their own. Alan and I talk about this all the time, whether it's on the radio, in our dinner events that we do. The past 14 years since 2008 has really spoiled us as investors during that whole time because we've had really good markets. And in the past two years since the pandemic started, the market's been crazy. I mean, anybody can throw a dart at a dartboard and pick a stock and probably win. So you feel it gives you that sense of security and that you know what you're doing because the market's doing great. You almost can't go wrong until it does. And that's what 2022 has started to show us. And based on how your portfolio, if you are super aggressive in your portfolio, you're going to get hit pretty hard. But there are still ways to protect your money. And be in different asset classes that can still benefit 
from what's going on right now and hopefully protect you as much as possible so you're not getting hurt. But the hardest part is that feeling like you know exactly what's going on when the market's doing great and know how to do everything. Everybody can manage your own portfolio when the market's doing great. It's what happens when it's not and what happens when hard times hit. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I take a little bit of a hit when the market goes down and I do good when it goes good. The thing I draws me most to financial planners is just I feel like there's things I'm going to miss. You know, I, I haven't done this before. What, what am I not thinking of that you guys know? It's exactly what I said earlier. Experience from the hundreds of retirements that we planned before. There's a story that Alan always talks about. And I met this gentleman a few times when I first started with him. He's since passed. But when Alan got met with this gentleman, this was back in the, I think, late 90s. He sat down with this guy. His wife was a client actually really good client, but this guy was kind of a do-it-yourselfer that he was an engineer and just enjoyed the numbers side of it. He was good at the management side of it, at least thought he was at the time, but then he did everything himself, which was okay because him and Alan had a great relationship. But one time he called Alan, I think it was on a Friday, this back when Alan still used to take appointments on Fridays. So he called Alan. He's like, Alan, I have an issue. I need to sit down with you. And he's like, okay, come in Monday morning. So a guy came in Monday morning. They sat down. He slid this check across the desk to Alan, and it was about $800,000 check. He's like, okay, where'd this money come from? Client was sitting there. He's like, well, I filled out my 401k documents and thought I checked everything off right, and they sent me this check. And I was like, okay, so that's your 401k check. He's like, it's supposed to be $1.3 So what he did when he was filling out this paperwork is check the wrong box and actually cashed his 401k out. He paid over $500,000 in taxes because he checked the wrong box and did not roll it over to a traditional IRA. So because of a simple paperwork, a clerical mistake that he made, because he's never retired before, he's never filled out that paperwork, he doesn't know how to do it, it cost him $500,000 in taxes. So that's a huge speed bump that some people can run into and that we've actually experienced. Now, from that point forward, he was a great client, let Alan take over everything. And he was a great client up until he passed away. And his wife's still a great client. But those are the type of things that people can miss just because they haven't been through the process before. Here's what you'll get if you give us a call. You'll get what we call our Retirement 360 Scorecard. Your scorecard's going to answer four questions. It's going to answer, have you saved enough to experience retirement that you've dreamed about? Will your income plan keep up with inflation? And how much risk are you taking in your portfolio? If the market does drop like it did in 2008, how much of a loss will you have? And then is Uncle Sam your biggest beneficiary to your life savings? So give us a call at 502-273-1188. John will answer the phone. He'll schedule a 45-minute either an office appointment or a phone call with us to see if we can help you and get your Retirement 360 scorecard. All right, 502-273-1188. The website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com. That's Troy Bolton. I'm James Parker. This is Retirement 360. When you crash your car, you get it fixed. When your computer crashes, you get a new one. But what will you do if you're saving for your 401k and the market crashes? Hey, it's Tony Vanetti for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you're in your 30s or 40s, you'll be just fine. But if you're in or near retirement, you could be in trouble. Lowell's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton at Mercurio Wealth Advisors are here to help. They'll create a retirement 360-degree game plan to see if you're taking too much risk. Don't let the market control you and your retirement dreams. Call 502-383-5800 today to schedule your visit with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. That's 383-5800. Crashes happen. Are you ready? Mercurial Wealth Advisors. 383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurial Wealth Advisors, LLC. A registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurial Insurance Services. Call now to schedule a visit and get started on your Retirement 360 game plan. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. I have Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors talking about money with you. 
And I want to slide into um, this topic about how retirement planning has changed just since you started. Can we talk about some of the changes? Because back when, uh, you know, we were all getting out of school and getting into the workforce, the internet wasn't that big of a deal. Everyone wasn't running around with cell phones in their left hand. Right. And just those two things have changed the financial world a ton. But oh, yeah. I haven't written any retirement plans in my life. How has that specifically changed over the last generation? Well, I think if you're looking at what our parents and grandparents went through when they started planning for retirement, it was a totally different world at the time. You know, just like you said, I mean, there was no internet, there was uh, no cell phones to get information on your stock account or whatever. You had to call your broker or find out from your broker, either maybe through a newsletter or something like that, or you had to wait for the newspaper to come out and see that stuff. So now we have that instantaneous information all the time. Most of us carried on our wrist with a, you know, Apple watch of some kind or, or one of those watches that pick up that internet feed or it's on your phone that you're carrying with you. So I think the the way we've approached that is, is we want to look at obviously the numbers. We have to make sure that everything's going to work for you in retirement. And we watch all of that on a day-to-day basis. But we also build the portfolios so that you have segments of it that are protected to make sure that you're not going to have huge swings when the market you know goes up or down or whatever. So you're going to have some of it that's going to be what we call our protected money. Some of it's going to be more directly in stocks or in the investments. And then we usually have some kind of alternative investment. But you know, I think when our parents and especially grandparents were planning their retirements, their main objective was to survive retirement. I mean, if you think about it back then, you know, they would retire at 65 and maybe gone by age 75. So their retirement time span was maybe 10, 12, 15 years or something like that. So they weren't really planning for long periods of time. They had usually had pensions, they had their social security. So they had some guaranteed income coming in. Nowadays, number one, we don't have that many pensions that are still out there. If they are out there, a lot of them are underfunded. So you have to be kind of careful about your choices there. But now we're also planning for not 10 or 15 years, but maybe 30 to 35, maybe even 40 years that you're going to have to have your money last or expand over that period of time. So many of the folks that we're helping get ready for retirement will spend as much time in retirement as they did working. So if you think about that dynamic alone, it's a much different plan to put together and you have to really focus on how to maintain some safety in in that plan because if you don't then you could end up going back to work and where you didn't want to yeah it's funny you mentioned that longevity because my dad has had a couple heart attacks his dad died of a heart attack when i was just a kid and that was kind of uh, not much of a surprise even though he's sort of young because back then you didn't have two heart attacks if you had a heart attack that was it that was it yeah that was usually the big one yeah you're right and so i even know a guy who's had four heart attacks and a stroke. And I think if he has another one, he gets like a free sandwich at Subway or something. <laughs> He's got a punch card at the hospital. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that that's the, the, so everything's changed a lot. I mean, medical technology has changed where they can detect. Now they call a heart attack. A, you know, if you have a, a, a skip of, of a beat or you have a irregular heartbeat, you could be classified as, as to having a heart attack. But like you said, back in the day, that was just, you know, one and usually you were gone after that or considered very lucky if you didn't. So I think that's the main thing. When we started looking at planning for retirement now, we have to take into all those things into consideration. And that's where I feel like a lot of folks, especially you guys that are listening today, I mean, you may be thinking, hey, I've not started my retirement plan. What do I need to do? Well, there's a lot more that you have to do now than you had to do. 15, 20 years ago, you have to really start to think about not only your investment strategy and changing that possibly, but then you have to start thinking about, okay, which of these accounts do I start to take money out of first? Because now we've got money that's been tax deferred and mixed in with money that maybe hasn't been tax deferred. So do I start taking one one or the other first, which is better for me from a tax perspective? If something happens to me, where's all this go? How's it going to be filtered down to my kids or grandkids? And So we look at really trying to find out what a person wants their retirement years to look like. What's that experience going to be for you? And that's, that's what we kind of focus on is that, you know, cause you have people that have 
totally different ideas about retirement. You know, some people want to spend time on the beach in Nags Head, North Carolina. That's it. They want to buy a beach house and that's their goal is to buy the beach house and be there. Other folks want to maybe have a smaller house, downgrade their house or downsize their house here locally and spend time in the backyard in the garden and have more time with the grandkids. So everybody's choice is different as far as what they expect in retirement. And we spend a lot of time focusing on that and trying to figure out, okay, how do we fund the North Carolina experience versus the backyard experience? It's totally different. So, you know, there are people that says, Hey, I'm going to ride my motorcycle across the country, or some of them just want to ride around locally. So everything's going to be focused around that experience when you work with us. And and then we obviously do the back end work to make sure that your accounts are all set up properly as well. Well, let's talk about some of the new tools that have come up in the last generation or so of retirement planning. You know, the 401k, I think I'm older than the 401k system is. And then the Roth 401k or Roth IRA is uh, an even newer development that previous generations didn't have. Uh, Is there any other tools like that that have sort of emerged as of late to help us deal with this? Well, you know, one of the tools that gets a lot of, I guess, praise and criticism is the annuity tool because the annuities are actually tools that have been around for years and years. I can't remember when they were first started, but you know, back in the day, again, when the, the parents and grandparents were around, most of their pensions were just an annuity that their company that they worked for transferred money to when they retired. So, so a lot of them might've got a, you know, check for MetLife or Prudential or something like that back years ago. And that was their pension plan. Now these annuities have kind of come full circle and there's, they're much more dynamic now and you can set part of your money up to do the same thing. Only you're controlling it. Your company's not controlling that. So I think that's one of the tools that a lot of people, some people really like the idea of that. Some people just hate the idea of having a money in an annuity, but, and you have to be careful about them because there are some annuities that are good out there. Some of them are bad. It's just like in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and all that stuff. Every tool category has its good guys and bad guys. So, but I think what we try to do is also look at alternative investments, things that are not going to be affected when the market drops. So if we have that protected account that may be some kind of a a CD or a fixed annuity or something like that, that's protected. And then we have your stock account that's out there, obviously riding the wave of the stock market up and down. We like to have that alternative bucket where you're, you're placing some things like real estate investment trust or gas and oil leasing trust. We have one program that, that invest in uh, music royalties and stuff like that, that are, that's completely non-correlated with the market. So if the market drops, this side of the bucket's not going to be affected by that. That's how we like to build the portfolio. So we have some control over that. We want to make sure that we're not going to all bet everything on red at the blackjack or at the roulette table. We want to make sure that we have some control over those different assets. And there's a lot of different tools out there that you you can use those annuities, the REITs, uh, they've got equity link CDs now that we use. So a lot of this stuff works great to build out your retirement plan. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of hesitant about REITs. You don't think that's too risky for someone that's walking into retirement? No, I think you have to know the tool. You have to know that there are some risk in it. I mean, I've always explained a real estate investment trust as, you know, you're taking some of your money and you're buying the doorknobs on a building somewhere. You can't just go in there and take all the doorknobs off because that building still got to operate. So there, there's going to be some liquidity issues there. So you got to make sure that you have liquidity somewhere else if you're going to invest some money into something like a real estate program. Uh, same thing with, you know, the gas and oil leasing or some of these other things. You just have to know that there's some going to be some limited liquidity there. And as long as you, it fits in your plan, then it may be an appropriate investment for you. But here's the thing, James, all of these tools the tools that you would use may not be appropriate for me or the tools that I would use may not be appropriate for the listener out there. We just have to make sure that the tools that we're building your plan with works for you and will help you get to the experience that we talked about before. And I guess that's really where I'd like to go with you guys that are listening this morning. What is your plan for retirement? I mean, forget about the money for a minute, forget about the income, the risk that goes along with the markets and all that. But if you could design your retirement plan, what would you do with it? How would you do that? How would your day unfold 
tomorrow, if you were retired tomorrow, what would you do with that time? And that's what we try to focus on really is that experience, which you're wanting to build your retirement plan to look like and look for as you look into these next 10, 15, 20, 25 years. Now, if you've got that far, let our team design the plan to get you there. You can worry about all the details or you can leave that worry to somebody else. And the key is, is let's build a plan that you can live with that is appropriate for you, that the investments are right for you, that will get you the experience you want in retirement. For the last 35 years, Mercurial Wealth Advisors has been helping folks just like you do that very thing. So if that sounds of interest to you, I want you to give us a call at our number or go to our website. All right, that's Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you want to call him at the office, 502-273-1188 or the website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Stay put. We'll be right back with more Retirement 360. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. I have Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors with you talking about money. If you got a question for him for the show or for the office, it's the same phone number, 502-273-1188. The website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. And that's so much easier to remember than a phone number these days, Alan. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got to remember 10 digits. Right, right. (laughs) Which <laughs> when we tried to make sure that when we put the website name together, it was something that was easy to remember. Louisville's retirement coach is pretty easy to remember. You just add the dot com on the end of it, and that takes you right there. All right. So uh, we were talking about the challenges that are different with this generation of retirees than our parents and grandparents. And one of the big ones is that we're living longer, and the living longer doesn't sound like a problem. Uh, when you're just laying out your plans here, but it does make the financial planning a little more difficult. There's a bunch of big issues with that. You know, the the inflation, you know, the fact that you're going to live that long means your medical costs are going to exist where instead of dropping dead from your first heart attack in your 70s, you're going to have eight heart attacks into your 90s. Uh, yeah, which could mean that you end up having a lot more health issues and health costs too. Exactly. So this is a good trend. In retirement, people are doing gig work. You know, you don't want to go fully retired. You can't stay full time. You want to kind of pick up a little bit of money here and there. And so, you know, whether it's driving Uber or just picking up odd jobs through some other similar app or program, I think that's a cool option that a lot of people have now that our grandparents could have only dreamed of. Yeah, I I think this has really come about probably more, more since the pandemic started and and now has started to to wane a little bit but you know the gig economy let's first kind of explain that for you guys that are listening today that it basically means that you're doing what James just said you may be making money off of uh you know an Uber app or some kind of a uh you know freelance work that you're doing for somebody or you're just you know working as a, a 1099 employee or a subcontractor somewhere and you're not really getting any benefits from it that's nice because it gives you the freedom to kind of travel around and do what you want to do. And I think that's what a lot of people are using it for, especially since the pandemic. We've seen a huge amount of people that have just you know decided not to go back to work because they've found things that they can do at home or do from home or do from a remote location and still make you know decent money off of it. I mean, heck, you look at the YouTubers out there that are just doing videos and creating content that people will sit around in their living rooms and watch at night. And they, they get paid for the number of subscribers that they have on their on their YouTube channel. So there's money to be made out there. The challenge is, is that most of these, these are all self-employed individuals now. And as a self-employed individual, you have to be responsible for your own taxes, first and foremost. But you also have to be responsible for the benefits that you're getting. So if you've always worked for a company that provided the benefits like your 401k, your health insurance, your disability insurance, life insurance, all the things that typically come along with a normal W-2 employment as a somebody that's doing this on their own now, you're not going to have access to those. So you may find yourself struggling to, hey, I got to I got to figure out where my health insurance is coming from. So you go out and you buy a health insurance plan, which that's not cheap to buy an individual health insurance plan these days or for your family. You're going to pay some pretty high premiums to do that. 
But then on top of that, you're thinking, okay, well, now I've got the health insurance. What about if I lose the ability to work? Who's going to pay the bills there? So maybe you go out and get you a disability insurance policy. Again, something else that you should probably have or make sure that you have some protection for if you're struck down with a heart attack that we've talked about a couple of times on the show or, or whatnot, uh, some kind of health issue for that knocks you out for six months, who's going to pay those bills? Well, a disability policy would, would typically do some of that. So you might have to pick up that. That's another expense that you're going to have as a self-employed person or a gig economy worker. But, you know, the one that's the most important that we would focus on here on this show is the retirement benefit. And that's always the last thing that people think about. They always think, I got to take care of this immediate stuff, which is true. You got to take care of your immediate future first, but you also got to start thinking about that long term future. And that's where, you know, you start thinking about, okay, how do I create a retirement plan if I'm going to continue to do this on my own? as a single guy or gal out here that's providing content to people watching it on YouTube, how do I create a savings plan for myself? And those tools are available. You can do the solo 401ks. You can do the Roth IRAs or the regular IRAs. Those are all available that you can put money into. And I think that's the key part of this is that you've just got to make sure that as you start developing this strategy, as you accept this work style or work ethic that you have as far as you know, going into business on your own, all that other stuff needs to come around the backside of that. You need to provide yourself some benefits that usually are handled by your employer. So here's an interesting stat about working in retirement. A 2020 survey says 59% of baby boomers who are still working expect to keep working in retirement. Look, I know they expect to, but that seems kind of a high number. Maybe some people can't work in retirement and they thought they could. Does that sound about right, though? Almost 60% of people are going to be working somewhat in retirement? I would say if I just examined our own client base, and I'm just thinking through this uh, as you're asking the question, I, I don't know that it's that high. I would think that probably closer to, for us anyway, these are just our clients. I would think maybe 30% of them continue to work in retirement. I agree. I think 59% is a little bit high. And I get, again, just talking about our clients, most of the clients that are working are working because they want to continue working. You know, that may be their only social connection with folks. They either they're have lost their spouse and they're on their own. And then that's a kind of a connection for them is that they can stay at work and they can continue putting in some hours and, and stay connected. That's usually the main thing. A lot of people just want to have that sense of purpose that they, you know, that they are fulfilling for themselves, that they know that every day I'm going to work at the hospital and I'm helping people or, or, or every day I'm, you know, going to the grocery store and I'm working to keep the shelves filled or, or you know, a lot of folks that, you know, you see the, the older folks working at Walmart or Lowe's or Home Depot and those types of companies. They just want to have a sense of purpose of doing that and maybe just staying a little active. So I think everybody's different. But in our case, you know, again, most of our clients, they're either working towards that retirement date. And, and we start working with folks typically five to eight years prior to the time they get ready to retire. Or they've already passed that retirement date and they've decided for one reason or another, hey, I'm going to continue to work for a little bit longer or they go ahead and pull the trigger and retire. So. um but yeah, I think that's a little bit high of number for, for us anyway. Well, how does that affect things like uh, the Social Security or Medicare benefits? If you're continuing to work, how are they affected? Well, that's that is a good question. I mean, you have to make sure that as you uh, do start to work, especially if it's that high number, 59%, and or you continue to work, if you've taken benefits like your Social Security and Medicare and stuff like that, it can affect your benefits. So Let's say that you, at, at 62, you decided to go ahead and start, uh, take your social security benefit, but you continued to work and you're still making, you know, 40, 50, $60,000 a year working. That can definitely affect your, your social security benefit because, uh, you're going to end up being penalized from age 62 to full retirement age. So if your full retirement age is 67, you're going to be, have some sort of a penalty on that social security benefit that you're getting. Plus, it's going to make all of that Social Security benefit taxable, or 85% of it probably will be taxable at that point, depending on how much money you're making on your, your side job. So usually, if you're going to continue to work, 
uh, we would suggest you kind of hold off on taking those benefits because if you're still paying into, you know, for payroll taxes and things like that, you can have opportunity for your social security benefit to continue to grow. If you've waited to age 65 or 67 to retire and, to, and you turned on social security at 65, I'm sorry, Medicare at 65, then the money that you're making could cause your premium to go up. A lot of people don't realize that because your premium for Medicare is based on how much income you're drawing into the house or you're pulling into the house. So it can affect that Medicare premium. Even if you take a large lump sum out, a lot of folks, when uh, they start talking about retirement, they want to pay the house off. So they come to us and say, hey, what if I took 150000 out of our 401k to pay the house off? Should we do that? Well, you can but you'd have to pay taxes on number one. But if you've already started these other benefits, it could affect those benefits. So that's what we really try to keep in front of everybody is make sure you understand where things are going, how that's going to affect your, your current plan, your current benefits and all that. It may be, there's no choice around that. You may end up just having to, you know, pay a little bit of a penalty or something of that nature for a little bit of time, but you want to know how that's going to affect your plan. And that's when, when we start to build a plan, we take care of all those details or try to handle all those details or as many of those details as we can for our client families. But the main thing we want you to focus on, and as I'm talking to you guys out there that's listening today, is as you start to plan your retirement, what do you want that to look like? What is that plan actually going to be for you? What kind of experiences do you want to experience in retirement? Are you more of the stay-at-home type person? and you're trying to build a legacy for your kids or grandkids, or are you the family that wants to travel and, you know, live life and do whatever you want to do. And then whatever's left over goes to the kids and grandkids. Those are the types of discussions that we have building out your plan. If you've got to, to the point where you know what that experience is in your mind, or you think you know what that's going to look like, or you want it to look like, that's a big step in the retirement planning process. If you bring that into us, what we can do is we can help design a plan that's going to get you there or get you as far close to that as possible. So that's what we do at Mercurial Wealth Advisors. We build plans that are going to help you experience retirement the way you want to experience that. And if that sounds good, give us a call here at the office. It's 502-273-1188 or louisretirementcoach.com. All right. That's Alan Mercurio from Mercurial Wealth Advisors. Again, the phone number 502 502- 273-1188, the website, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. We'll be right back with more Retirement 360. Quick, who's your favorite sports team? Okay, now imagine they're playing in the most important game of the year, the season's on the line type of game. Now you realize they don't have a game plan. They're just going to wing it. How do you think that's going to go? Probably not very well. Are you doing the same thing when it comes to retirement? Are you hoping things will go well? Well, hey, this is Tony Finetti for Mercurial Wealth Advisors. Set yourself up for success by getting a retirement 360-degree game plan from Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. They'll help you think through your taxes, income, estate planning, and much, much more. When you're done, you'll have a customized retirement 360-degree game plan that you can be confident in. Schedule your visit now with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 502-383-5800. 502-383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. Do you know how inflation could affect your retirement savings? The Retirement 360 Roadmap could provide some answers. Call for a complimentary visit now. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360 with Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio. You're going to want to listen to him when he talks about money because he's a financial advisor with Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Their phone number is 502-273-1188. If you have a question for the show, same phone number. Maybe we can get your question in on the next mailbag segment, 502-273-1188, or go to louisvillesretirementcoach.com. And Alan gets questions each and every week about retirement and finances. So uh, we're going to dig through the Retirement 360 mailbag, go over some common retirement questions. Here's the first one, Alan. This one says... I've been looking forward to retirement for years, but now that I'm less than two years away from my target retirement date, I'm starting to panic a little. (laughs) Is this normal? Do other people get cold feet? 
Oh, yeah, it's absolutely normal, James. I mean, the folks that come in and go through our process, gosh, I can't put a percentage on it, but I would say a large majority of them tend to you know, feel a little bit anxious about retirement because you think about it, you, you've been doing this job, whatever that job is, you might've been doing it for the last 25 years or last 30 years every day, you get out of bed, you go through the same routine, you go in and do the same thing or something similar to the same thing. And now you're looking at changing that. And most of us don't like that word change. We don't like to change stuff. So we, we want to make sure that we're keep on doing the same stuff. So it's very normal to feel this way. And there's some things that you can do that we've coached people through to kind of get used to this. So if you're two years away from it, maybe if you've gone through a retirement plan process with somebody and you've determined that you're going to need $2,000 a month for your lifestyle expenses in retirement, if that's what's, what it's going to be, maybe you practice living on that $2,000 a month for the last six months of your working career or maybe the last year if you can do that practice living on that. That does a couple things for you. It gives you that extra money that you're not living on. You can save that. Plus it kind of gets your lifestyle geared down a little bit to do that. Now, to be honest with you, what we see is most folks end up spending about 30% more the first couple of years of retirement than they did when they were working. So you, you may have to kind of gauge that up a little bit too. You might have to say, okay, how do I deal with that part of it? How do I spend more and not see all my assets disappear or my retirement disappear. So I would say, you know, to whoever wrote in this question that this is absolutely normal, but I think that you can take some of that anxiety away if you have a well-written plan. And that's what we would offer to do for you. If you want to call in, we'd be happy to kind of go through your plan, kind of put it under a stress test, make sure it's going to be successful, show you if we got involved, how we might be able to change it a little bit. And there's no obligation. It's really a process designed to help people get through this anxiety and and get ready for retirement. Next from the mailbag, we have some friends who are struggling because the husband was in a debilitating car wreck and they weren't ready to live on the wife's paycheck. They don't know if he'll recover enough to ever work again. Now my wife and I are wanting to make sure we will be okay if something happens to one of us. Where should we start? Well, again, I sound like a recording, I guess, but... You just have to start with building a plan and make sure that you understand exactly what your income is going to look like or what your expenses are going to look like. And I guess the best thing to be honest with you is you can go to LouisvilleRetirementCoach.com. You can sign up for a complimentary uh, visit with one of our advisors to walk you through that process. And there really is no obligation, folks. We do this for everybody. We used to charge for these plans that we put together. We realized about, I don't know, five or six years ago, that we're as dependent on them as the people that we're doing the plans for. So we want to make sure that when we take on a new client, that they have a better than average chance of being able to make it through the next 30 years without running out of money. If your plan is not successful, we're not going to take you on as a client anyway. So we want to make sure that you're going to be a success and go to LouisvilleRetirementCoach.com, sign up for a complimentary meeting, go through that process. And that's going to put you on a, a path for retirement that's going to meet your expectations. And that's the best advice I can give you on that. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a very fun one, but I I like the idea of just going and ticking off scenarios. Like if something happens to me and I pass away, okay, I got life insurance for that. If uh, something happens to me and I get hurt, I got health insurance for that. I just want to get all those little scenarios tied up that I possibly can. Yeah. I mean, there's so many of them that can pop up. If you never thought of it or you don't have a plan for it, and you're not going to be able to plan for everything, but you, you, if you can put most of those scenarios in place and say, okay, well, I know that I'll be somewhat covered for this. Or if we have a, if we go back to the early seventies or I'm sorry, late seventies and have double digit inflation, how's that going to affect my plan? You know, we can look at that and we can plug it in and, and show you. And the thing that you got to remember is once you develop these plans, they're not set in stone. It's not going to be a set it and forget it and never do anything else with it. You've got to review this plan on a yearly basis. You've got to make sure that it stays on track. And, and there's going to be, you know, course corrections along the way. I know there was an analogy that a pilot that leaves from New York to fly into California makes something like 7,000 or 8,000 course corrections on his way to California. If you end up one degree off, you, you know, end up landing somewhere in Nevada or something, I don't know, somewhere like that. But I mean, you have to make sure you have these course corrections along the way and you got to build a plan that's flexible enough to do that. 
All right, that's Alan Mercurio. He's Louisville's retirement coach. Louisville'sRetirementCoach.com is the website, 502-273-1188. This one is less about dollars and cents. Alan, the next question from the mailbag, and it kind of feels personal, says, my father-in-law keeps giving us financial advice. He's really well-meaning, but it's starting to drive me crazy. Would it make sense to get a second opinion so I can assure him we have a solid financial plan? Well, you know, I think that this is a common problem, especially with newly married couples that, you know, maybe they're one of the parents feels a little bit more savvy about investing or whatever and and wants to be helpful, but they're they may be, you know, kind of overstepping those boundaries. So I think, yeah, I think getting a solid idea of where you are, getting a plan built to show him or her that, you know, that your your plan is solid, I think that's a, a good first step. On top of that, it's going to give you the confidence of knowing that dad was right about this, but you know, we're doing it this way and this is going to be our likely outcome. And then, and I think being able to sit down and show them that you're adult enough and you're, you've grown up enough that you're taking on this responsibility yourself, that's going to give them all the confidence that they'll probably back off. I never will forget that my dad used to lost my dad in 2004, but when when I seen things change with him was I used to go to ask him a question and he'd give me this advice and I go ask him another question and he'd give me this advice. And at some point along their way, I went and asked him a question and he turned it back around on me. He said, well, what would you do if that was your, if your son was asking you that question? And he forced me to answer the question myself. And then from then on, he really backed off. And I thought that was ingenious the way he did that because it was a way for him to kind of, turn that back over to me to allow me to start making my own decisions and and my own mistakes. Cause that's what you're going to do. You're going to make those mistakes too, but it's passing the torch. It's passing that torch. And you, and you, if you show your father-in-law, you've got a plan, he's going to respect that. And he's going to say, you know, maybe I don't agree with it, but he's going to respect it. And he's going to say, Hey, I passed that torch. And now you're, you're kind of on your own. Next one from the mailbag here for Alan is uh, this is a short one. Our oldest daughter is looking at some college loans. She asked us about co-signing. What are some things I should consider before signing on the dotted line? Are you a big fan of co-signing and being a? I am not. Okay, I'm not. And I and I think that there's a couple reasons for that. Is that I think that you do continue to give them that crutch to lean on if you if you co-sign for them. Now there's there's certain things that have happened. You know that maybe a, a divorce has happened and your child just needs a helping hand or whatever to get back on track and stuff like that. So maybe there's a legitimate reason to do a co-sign. But I think that the things that I would consider if you're if you're considering doing this is just understand that this is also going to could affect your retirement. So now that you signed on a line for the college loans or you have to kind of draw the line at some point and say, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this forever. Again, another dad story was dad. I'd borrowed some money from dad two or three times in our early marriage. And I remember going to, to get another check from him for some, for some reason. And he reached across the table and grabbed my hand right before I grabbed the check. And he said, look at me and made me look in his eyes. And he said, this is the last one. And when he did, I, I immediately thought, Oh no, the bank of dad is closed. So now I have to do this on my own. So you have to make sure that you draw that line somewhere or they'll keep on coming back. And I say that kind of, it sounds mean, but you have to let them grow up at some point. And I think that's a a big part of this. And look, folks, I know we're coming up to the end of the show. So I want to make sure I get this out to you today. We've really helped hundreds, if not thousands of people go through these scenarios before understanding where you are in retirement, really understanding what your plan looks like and what that journey is going to look like. And what we'd like to do is offer that to you today. Give me a call. What we'll do is we'll, we'll walk you through a process called a retirement 360 game plan. Now, what it entails is really getting about five different reports. The first one is a retirement 360 scorecard. The scorecard is a report that we're going to take your current plan. We're going to put it on a treadmill, put it under some stress and see how it's going to perform. We're going to say, look at past performance of those investments and your current income needs and what inflation might be and see, run that out to age 95 and see if that current plan is going to be a success. And we'll give you a score. Maybe it's a 95% score. Maybe it's a 92% score or something like that. So we're going to first give you that, that report. 
Next, we're going to run through our, our retirement 360 game plan. And that's where our secret sauce is kind of revealed to you and say, says that, okay, if we were involved, this is how we would do it. And hopefully we get a little bit higher score on that. Maybe it's a 99 or hundred percent score at that point. So we're going to do that included in that retirement 360 game plan is that income strategy. Where's income going to come from? When do you start social security? How am I going to get sustainable, reliable income in retirement to, that I can live on? That income report is so important. Next is the tax map strategy. What kind of taxes am I going to owe to Uncle Sam? When is that going to be due? How's, how can I reduce that? Is there a way to reduce that? We'll look at those that tax map strategy to kind of lay that all out for you as well. And then finally, we'll, we'll set you down with an attorney to go through your will and your trust your powers of attorney, all those documents that you need to have on point so that when you walk out on life, things are going to go exactly the way you want them to. If you give us a call at 502-273-1188, we'll walk you through that process at no cost. All right. Well, in the modern day and age, we don't really have to remember phone numbers as much anymore. You can just remember Louisville's retirementcoach.com, Louisville's retirementcoach.com. All right, come back with us next week. We're going to do this again. Thank you very much for your time. Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. This has been Retirement 360. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any client experiences discussed during the show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any governmental agency and does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky and Indiana.